morning and welcome to Stony Brook Church. We are so glad that you are here worshiping with us on this third Sunday in Advent. I am Pastor Jennifer Casey and I bring you greetings on behalf of our preacher of the day, Pastor Mary Jo Yakel. As has been the tradition here at Stony Brook Church, uh, this year's Christmas offering will go to support our missional partners. Uh, the decision was made this year to have our missional support go to our partners who uh, work in the field of mental health. And so this year, in the next couple of days, you will be receiving a letter from Stony Brook Church uh, explaining exactly how the monies from our Christmas offering will be distributed to help, uh, to help our partners this season. As I know you always do, uh, you will be, I'm sure, likely led in some generous giving this year to our partners. Uh, Stony Brook is also partnering with UMCH Family Services this year to provide a Christmas meal for young adults who have aged out of foster care. If that is something that you would like to support, you can do so by giving a financial gift through Stony Brook Church. Simply go to our website, stonybrook.church give and uh, make your gift that way. If you are looking for something sweet to do with your time this week, you are invited to go to our children's page, stonybrook.church slash children. And when you go there, you will uh, see a list of videos available that have been designed for our children, but I can tell you are um, available for all ages and will be good for your soul. You will hear some of our saints and Pastor Mary Jo reading some Christmas stories. It is just a really sweet way uh, to invest in your time this week. You can find all of the information on the announcements that I just said, um, and so many other mission and uh, ministry opportunities at Stony Brook Church through your weekly electronic newsletter. Today we're gonna be blessed by the lighting of our Advent wreath by the Donnelly family, Mark, Stacy, Henry, and Abby, so you have that to look forward here soon. Let's uh, quiet our hearts and our minds as our bell choir leads us in our prelude.
hear these words from Psalm 139 as we continue to center our hearts on God. Where can I go from your spirit, or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even though your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light around me become night, even the darkness is not dark to you. For the night is as bright as day, for the darkness is as light to you. stars and the moon in the sky, brightening the darkness and giving life. We will not be overcome by the darkness, for Christ's light shines. Christ is our star. Open our eyes to see the boundaries of heaven appear on earth. We light this candle as a sign that we reflect Christ's love in the world. May we remember our brightness lights up the dark spaces, revealing God to others. In darkness will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine.
join me in a spirit of prayer. The stars hang in the sky, a lighted path before us. Come, you say, beckoning us to follow you. Lean in, we hear, and listen for your heartbeat. And there it is, in the midst of the pain we feel. Our hearts break for the loved ones we've lost. Our souls weep for the ways Christmas will be different this year. Our spirits are in disbelief over ongoing violence in the world. When will it end? Who will save us? What are we to do? And then we look up and see the stars in the sky again, lighting the way before us, leading us to you, a tiny babe lying in a manger, a subversive, peace-filled, justice-seeking, comfort-giving baby who will shake up the world in unimaginable ways. As we gaze upon this baby, we are reminded that you are here with us all the time. You've wrapped your love around our broken hearts, healing us in subtle and beautiful ways. You've created us to understand the pain of others and move us to action through care, compassion, and justice. You are a God who comes so close that your very DNA is woven into ours. As the birth of our Savior moves closer, grant us softened hearts so we may continue to praise you, love you, and call you our God. All of this is prayed in the name of the one who lights up our lives and lights up this world, Christ Jesus, as we join our voices together, praying the prayer that he taught us by saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
Singing is just such a powerful thing in my world. And the drums and the rhythm, there's a reason why they sat me off the side so that you couldn't see me, because I can't sit still to that kind of music. Thank you, thank you. Friends, I'd like to read to you from the Gospel of Matthew in the second chapter. This, though out of sequence, is certainly um, a passage that helps us remember that this is the week where as a congregation with our children taking point, we are talking about how the light comes when you have a star involved. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we have observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together the chief priest and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, and you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. The word of the Lord for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you join me in prayer? And now, almighty God, either through or in spite of this, thy servant, speak to these, your beloved ones, who are gathered because of you and because they choose to. As we remember the star of the birth of the Messiah, may we be pointed to the way in which we can live it for others to see. In the name of Jesus, we pray, and together we say, Amen. We keep talking about these odd times that we're living in, and friends, I have nothing to point to in my life that resembles this. It just is different. So I'm in a Zoom call working with a member of your community that helps create and deliver and perfect and rescue the way in which we can share a worship service with you. His name is Josh Howie, and he's a really delightful soul, and I have been with him for about um, four and a half months. Actually, this is our 18th week together. And um, so we're working on stuff, and I am literally digging as deep as I can to try to make it an accessible conversation so that what we see in our mind's eye is what gets communicated to Josh so that he can do what we want him to do. Does that sound like fun? And so we're talking, and, and, and I'm, I'm just, I am overwhelmed with something. Something has happened. Something is different. And then all of a sudden it dawns on me. This is the first time I've consistently worked with Josh without his mask on. I didn't know what he looked like. 
I didn't know that he is easy to smile and quick to laugh. And if you catch him in the right moment, the word mm, imp comes to mind. Because he just has this little glint. In, and you ought to see him. He's behind the hammer right now, so he's giving me a hard time. Josh, in my world, if I use you as a sermon illustration, I have to pay you a dollar. So I owe you a dollar. It was, it was just like a tsunami of joy just wafted through my heart. Uh, this man who I knew his voice and I know how he walks and I can even read his hand signals in the back that says, you, you've left the camera frame. I, I've even got, all of a sudden became so real to me. And I kind of smiled and I want, wondered how many of the people in my life will this happen with as we come to that safe time where I can look at you without your mask on. And I look forward to that. Amen? So what does that have to do with a star? Well, Josh, you're not a star, but you are bright. And as I read about the Magi, and I know that we have the symbol as our lead this week about how we can prepare for the light to come, the star is truly a beautiful sample. I don't know if, if you'll see it on the screen, but at some point you'll want to notice that the tree has a five-pointed star at the top. By the way, I, I came over and checked that out to make sure because I have a five-point sermon for you. Point number one, you can't see stars without the darkness. When the light rules the day, you can't see the stars. They're there. You just can't see them. So there is a gift in the darkness as long as one is not overwhelmed by it. And so on this day, I want you to remember that even in the darkest of times, God is there, and if you want to pay attention, you may actually find yourselves renewed in the presence of the Lord. I promise you this, no one owns us but the Lord, and the Lord gifts us our soul back and says, now, what are we going to do with this together? The darkness shall not overcome. The psalm was a beautiful piece that talked about how even in Sheol, God is there. By the way, you can get both those concepts in Scripture. You can get the concept that in Sheol, God does not go there, so God is absent. But then you come to this psalm, and the author says, even if I go to hell, thou art there and the darkness shall not overcome the star. The third thing I want you to grab a hold of is kind of a fun image of a star, and that is that it's a heap of brightness. And that's the word that's used in the academic studies. It's a heap 
of brightness. There are days where I have experienced that sense of feeling like a, a heap of nothing. And I ain't shining, and I ain't feeling really good about things. But, but you know what? This heap of brightness has been intentional in the creation to the point where we are reminded that God numbers the stars in the heavens. And if God numbers the stars, how has he claimed you and named you and encouraged you? Point three, you may be a heap, but you are God's heap. And God will transform. The fourth thing that I'd like to point you to through our scriptures this morning are the Magi. Now, I, I am kind of fascinated by the concept of dreams in scriptures. I, I think it's interesting for me to pay attention to mine. And, but I am one of those that's really resistant to it. So I have to spend about a month as I go to sleep saying, you will remember your dreams. You will remember your dreams. And after about a month of that, I can start remembering my dreams. They're weird, so I think I move on. But the Magi are really interesting people. And they represent a, a community that would be looked at with skepticism in our community. They're different. They use different words. They observe different tendencies. What is important to them, we barely notice. And yet here they are in the story of the birth of the Christ child. And yet again, as we are regularly throughout the entire Old and New Testament, just when you think you can dismiss somebody and discount somebody and ignore somebody, they come into the presence of God's intention and remind us that all are important to God. Remember, folks, these are the ones who took it on their own initiative to see something strange that was happening and then set aside their life and go make a pilgrimage so that they might investigate something that wasn't promised to them, but to be available to it. And then, because they pay attention to dreams. They will be the ones who keep the baby Jesus safe so that his mother and father may escape to Egypt with him because of them. In the midst of the darkness, be careful who we dismiss, for the word may come through them and be freed by them. There is a beautiful carol that we will sing, Joy to the World. And the phrase that caught my attention recently was the fourth verse, and it goes like this. He rules the world with truth and grace. This is the God that we know.
that ruling and making sure that things fit together is done with truth and love that comes undeserved. These are the touchstones of our faith and our will and our desire. When we use the word rule, we often see somebody coming from above, down on top of, instead of being freed into the power that is yours. I remind you that in Genesis, the day and the night is separated. The greater star rules by day and the lesser star with the stars rules by night. And to rule is to empower and to encourage and to allow these little heaps of flesh to be blessed to live into this world. So as you live into this scripture and as you live into this week being guided by a star, first of all, I highly recommend that you take a few minutes and go outside when it's visible and see the plethora of light that is bestowed upon you. And then offer these five thoughts as your way of stretching into a person that welcomes the gift of the star in our midst. Amen? Amen. Brothers and sisters, we have come together that we might 
refocus ourselves, knowing that 50% of last week has already drifted and faded away from us. Today, we remember that our response to the Lord's encouragement in our midst is our way of putting feet on our faith. Your tithes, your gifts, your offerings, your willingness to be a part of the community of encouragement called Stony Brook makes all of this real. And as we prepare for welcoming the child who was real and is real in our hearts, I give thanks for the privilege of seeing how we do this together. Please know that we are a people who understand that what we do here is remembering so that as we are sent into the world, others may see the star burning in our hearts, transforming our lives, and as a gift to all who would choose to receive it. In the name of the one who made us, in the name of the one who saves us, in the name of the one who gifts us so that the true word might be experienced, go forth and know that God goes with you. Amen.